This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello, and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 614 seven six zero zero six seven zero or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com and while at my website click on the radio page to check out past shows and subscribe to our program on apple podcast google play or spotify please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions that you may have or even to set up a face-to-face complimentary no obligation meeting and again that phone number is 614-760-0670 Well, not everyone has steady income that stays the same month after month. If you're a small business owner or a salesperson who depends on commissions or even a freelancer who's dependent upon contract work, you're probably very aware of this. So how can people with income that fluctuates make financial decisions that set up for success, even if you have some uncertainty involved? That's a question that we're going to discuss today. Before we get any further into this topic, let me introduce my co-host this week and every week, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Well, I'm doing good, Corey. Great to be here with you. Thanks for having me on the show. And I'm looking forward to this one. A very interesting topic. Um, You know, I I worked really hard this week. I I was really busy, uh, but all week I was thinking about the show, wondering what you were going to talk about, and this sounds like a good one. But before we jump in there, Corey, how have you been? What's going on with you? Well, you know, actually, Tony, it's been a pretty uh, hectic time here, you know, dealing with a lot of clients that are invested in the market. You know, uh, the market right now is more like a yo-yo going up and down every day. A lot of volatility out there. And, uh, you know, I, I, I normally don't just like, you know, plug some of the products that we have, but I do want our listeners to be able to know of one product that we do have out there, and that's our buffer index product for our, uh, you know, people that want to invest in the market, but you want to have a little bit of protection. You know, every month um, we actually get new, what I consider new terms or new rates. And, you know, for the month of, you know, for starting on for the month of April, this buffer index actually has a 15% upside. But more importantly, you also have a 15% protection, and it's based off the Dow Jones. It's a great way to still keep invested in the market, but more importantly, you'll, you'll be able to have some type of protection, especially with all the volatility that we're having. I know I've moved a lot of clients in, um, but if you do give us a call, we you know again, we do this every month, so if you can't make our April deadline, you can always make uh, May or even June, but it's a great way to to put some of the money that you have invested in the market um, and, you know, in a situation where you're going to be able to have that downside protection. Yeah, and that's key. I mean, the markets have been really bad lately, a lot of volatility, and it's great to know that there's that uh, buffered product where um, you can still make up to 50 per- 15% when the market's up, uh, but when it goes down, 
uh, you're protected uh, to a negative 15. If it drops 10%, uh, you don't lose that 10%. Is that what you're saying? That is exactly right. You actually don't start That's participating great. in the losses until it's above 15%. Wow. Um, but but it's again, it's a great way to be able to you know protect some of those assets as, you know that a lot of our listeners out there have uh, worked so hard you know to basically invest you know that what you've been trying to do you know for the last few years or in some cases yeah. many years. Yeah, yeah. I think it's important to have a plan in place uh, that's going to allow you to weather these storms, and that's why the clients you work with that have this plan in place and have. Uh, certain products and uh, like a buffered product, uh, that's really, really good for these downturns, these market downturns. Now, today's topic, you said we're talking about weathering income peaks and valleys, but <laughs> Corey, I don't know if you know this or not, but a lot of people in the radio industry who work in radio like myself, uh, they either start off as freelancers or take on freelance work on the side to pay the bills. So I'm very interested in this week's topic. Well, you know, Tony, you know, one thing I will say is, you know, the radio industries aren't the only people that we're really talking about here. In fact, freelance work as either a primary career or even a supplemental income is increasingly common. So that's one of the things that people are referencing, you know, if you've heard them talk about, you know, that gig economy. Yeah, you know what? I've heard that term, the gig economy. I feel like it's one of those buzzwords that we hear a lot lately. Um, like crowdsourcing, uh, other buzzwords like that. So what does the gig economy uh, represent to you? Well, you know, Tony, in my opinion, when people refer to the gig economy, they're really acknowledging that there's a lot more temporary independent work that people can take, you know, really take on today. These aren't full-time jobs that come with benefits and set hours. So I think rideshare services like Uber and Lyft are what people often think of when we talk about that gig economy. But to me, it can also represent, you know, truly any job that's contracted and offers fewer benefits than a full-time job. And I know we're seeing a lot more of that out there today. So the temporary aspect is one of the reasons why they say gig. That's exactly right. So the gig economy certainly isn't new, but one of the few things that I think is interesting about it is that it calls attention to people who have fluctuating income. You know, income fluctuation is as old as time, and that has always been one of the cons of, you know, really starting your own business, I would say. You know, you know today, um, you know, small business owners, and I, you know, I even consider people that are, you know, in Uber or Lyft, really small business owners who can feel that sting of fluctuating income. You know, CNBC.com recently explored this topic, you know, in its article, these tactics can smooth out your finances when you have unpredictable income. So uh, obviously this is important to understand. I think it's really um, good. So does the article say that unpredictable income is common then? Yeah, Tony. You know, the article points out that fewer than a half of Americans can, you know, really come up with $1,000 in an emergency. Now, while that includes people who have all kinds of jobs, you can imagine the additional challenges that someone with unpredictable income might have with that. You know, one month you might have $10,000 in emergency, you know, emergency savings. But if the work dries up or you don't, you know, close as many sales in the weeks that follow, you might not even be able to absorb a $500 emergency hit. So it seems like maybe trying to build uh, dependable emergency funds 
uh, is something that really can help us uh, or especially help people that have this uncertain income. I mean, you're absolutely correct, Tony. You know, there are a number of schools of thought in terms of how much money you should, you know, try to stash in such emergency fund. But, you know, I really tend to think you should have about three to six months of take home, um, you know, in your emergency fund today. Well, wait a minute here. You said that fewer than half of Americans out there can come up with $1,000 in an emergency. I would assume that three months or more of take-home income is obviously significantly higher than that. Yeah, Tony, and that, that's actually a great catch, you know, from what I just said. You know, it's even rarer that people have three months worth of income, and the CNBC article confirmed that 65% of families out there don't have that amount, you know, in their emergency funds. Now, that doesn't mean that people should stop, you know, striving to save that much, though. You know, part of your personal financial plan should really continue padding your emergency fund at every opportunity, you know, in order to build up, you know, that level. You know, that can be hard for anyone, let alone, you know, someone with uncertain income. Let's let's say you're a salesperson who worked your tail off to have an amazing month. You don't want it to just, you know, pay your bills and, the you know, the rest go into the emergency fund. Sometimes that might be the smart decision, though. Yeah, I mean, you'd think you'd at least want to treat yourself to a nice dinner out or something, right? Oh, I, I totally agree with that, uh, Tony. And uncertain, and uh, also in addition to you know aiming to build your emergency fund, it can also be smart to provide yourself with attainable, reasonable rewards as well. Well, yeah, that makes sense to me. And I have a feeling, Corey, that you have quite a few more items to discuss on this topic. But before you do, we should probably take a quick break here. And I know you probably want to share with the audience how they can get a hold of you, right? I do, Tony. You know, whether, you know, you feel confident about the amount of income that you're seeing every month or you have more uncertain uh, or if you have a more, you know, uncertain profession, it's important to make the appropriate decisions in order to achieve the retirement of your dreams. Now, our listeners out there, you can visit our website at safeharboroh.com or you can always give us a call at 614-760-0670 and when you do call in we can discuss you know how my team might be able to help you answer any questions and also address any concerns on your path to retirement you know it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement that you've worked so hard for and i'd highly recommend that you take advantage of that complimentary no obligation meeting with me. If you don't have a financial plan, we can get one started. But more importantly, we can also, you know, review your portfolio, make sure you're allocated the correct way. I think allocation is a big key right now. You know, just with the market volatility, you want to make sure that you're at the risk levels that you desire. And the best way to do that is to come in, sit down with me, and we can, you know, again, review your portfolio. All you need to do is give us a call at 614-760-0670. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Fit Radio and our host, Corey Sickles, after this. Tax planning can be very difficult, and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. It just takes the right professional for the job. We have the team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. Request your copy of The Future of U.S. Taxation and How to Prepare, written by renowned tax professional and author Nick Stovall. You can download it right now. All you have to do is visit our website at safeharboroh.com 
or call us at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. That number is 614-760-0670 to request your copy. This informative article is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which will help you arm yourself with information and ready you for our first appointment. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Now, if you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're visiting our website, be sure to click on that radio page to check out past shows, as well to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or even Spotify. The radio page will also provide you with previous shows on a number of topics that may be of interest to you, so check that out. Now today, you know, we're discussing what you can do to reduce the impacts really of the peaks and valleys of fluctuating income. Now for some, the bulk of in, of, of your income is uncertain. Like some small businesses, you know, commission heavy sales positions or even freelancers. While for others, it may be just a little supplemental income, like a part time rideshare driver with Uber or Lyft. But even if you feel like your income is fairly dependable, you're going to be able to find a value in some of the tips we're discussing today. Well, and these are great tips. Uh, let's get to some of these. You had mentioned earlier an emergency fund. So, what else is important to navigate these peaks and valleys of income? Well, you know, Tony, the first tip, and I love how, you know, that, that this is stated is to know what, what it really costs to be you. You know, you can't make important decisions about, you know, how to use your income if you don't know how much you're going to need to get by. You know, each of us have a unique number that it costs just to be us, you know, month in and month out. And that's how really the CNBC.com article um which was titled, These Tactics Can Smooth Out Your Finances When You Have Unpredictable Income. Yeah, I love that phrase you used, what it costs to be you. Uh, And that is important to know, what it costs to be you. I mean, I would imagine it costs a lot more to be a movie star than it does to be a podcast (laughs) (laughs) co-host. Exactly. I mean, you're exactly right, you know, Tony, when when we look at that, right? Um, Yeah. And that's why it's it's really important to look at what you know what it really costs to be you. That's everything from your mortgage payments to your groceries to your monthly subscriptions and gym memberships. You know, you add it all up, and that's really what it costs to be you. You know, month in and month out. So, do you recommend that people act on that information, or is this strictly for awareness? Well, you know, Tony, it's really a little of both. You know, sometimes it's good to be aware of, you know, what you're paying for particular services so that you can determine, you know, if you're getting that value out of them. But when you look at that list of everything that it costs to be you, it's really a perfect time to trim a little fat out of that budget as well. You know, another idea is to link your bank account to your phone and get notifications every time your card is charged. This is not only a smart move for you know fraud prevention, but it's also gonna make you aware of the money that you're spending on a daily basis. You know, By adding a little bit of control over what you're spending every month, you're gonna prepare yourself to pad your savings a little bit you know, during good months and spend a little less you know, during the lean ones. Yeah, that sounds like a winning strategy. So what's the next tip you have for us? Well, I, you know, I think it's really, I think this one's a really important one, Tony. Next up is to think about percentages when you're putting, you know, your money away for retirement. 
you know, if you have a set dollar amount in your head that you're trying to put away, it can add to a lot of, you know, a lot of strain on you during months when you don't have as much money coming in. So instead having a targeted amount, aim for a percentage of your income. That's interesting. That's a different way to look at it. If I had a set uh, amount in my head that I wanted to put, uh, you know, like $1,000 toward retirement each month, and I only made $2,000 in a particular month, my stress level would probably be off the charts. I mean, that's exactly right. Mine, mine would be too, Tony. So instead, let's just say you decide you want to put away between 10 and 20% of your monthly income for retirement. At the end of the year, it all evens out to a responsible amount you put away. But you put away you know, more when you make more and less when you make less. Now, another important thing that I think is really good for everyone to keep in mind is this. You can always put less away for retirement if times get tight. You don't have to stay at a set percentage or amount each month. So if you hit a rough patch, you can always reduce what you're putting away. But not putting money away because you're worried about a potential rough patch in the future means that you're, you know, you're really missing out on that growth potential. By putting money away today, that money can be, you know, that it can really potentially grow. And there's a potential growth on that growth. Of course, nothing is certain when it comes to, to retirement income. Yeah, but we all want to take advantage of that, like you said, growth on growth, which is compounding interest. It seems like that's a good reason to put money into a retirement account if you needed that additional push. Well, you know, Tony, I, I do feel that it can be easy for people who have less certainty in their income to hold themselves back from putting money away. You know, you always have that built-in excuse that you don't know how much you'll make next month. Look, I totally get that. But if you let yourself look at it at that, you know, that way, you'll never, you know, make that leap to put money away towards retirement. And that's going to handcuff your ability to have the retirement of your dreams. You know, I recommend talking to a financial services professional like myself and, and more importantly, crafting a strategy for how you can create income in retirement. Uh, can you provide a quick recap of what we've been talking about so far on this episode, Corey? Sure, Tony. You know, today we're really talking about what you can do to reduce the impact of the peaks and valleys of uncertain income. Not all of us have steady, you know, sources of income that are exactly the same month in and month out. So it can be a good idea to prepare yourself for some fluctuation in your income. We have a few tips left and I, that I thought were really going to be insightful. These tips came in part from a CNBC.com article titled, These Tactics Can Smooth Out Your Finances When You Have Unpredictable Income. Well, I'm a sucker for recaps, Corey, and that was a good one. So what's another tip our audience needs to consider when it comes to preparing for uncertain income? Well, Tony, the next tip is the one that I've kind of really struggled with myself. It's ditching auto payments. For many of us, the days of sitting at the kitchen table, writing checks and paying the bills are long gone. Not only are most of our reoccurring payments made online these days, but many companies also offer a auto payment options that truly make it you know, out of sight, out of mind. Corey, I actually really like auto payments. So what is it that makes them problematic? Well, you know, Tony, it's not that I don't like them. But they can also be troublesome for people who have unpredictable income. You know, earlier in the show, we suggested that you put away a percentage of your income for retirement, which is a great idea. So let's say, you know, you move a, a portion of your money to your retirement account. Then the next day, one of the bigger auto payment hits. If you're having a lean month and the money's not there, 
that can really lead to additional bank fees. And those can really add up in a hurry. Yeah, they can. Uh, so basically, auto payments can take away some of your awareness uh, of your full financial picture. That's really well put, Tony. And it also can be a timing issue, right? You know, if you have unpredictable income, it's not necessarily that you don't have the money to pay your bills. It might just be that it's not, you know, in the right account at the right time. You know, paying your bills manually can really eliminate some of those timing concerns. Yeah, and I can I can definitely relate to that pain. I think most of us have probably experienced bad timing at some point in our lives. Uh, what's the next topic? Well, Tony, it is not to continue on a negative path. But if you are someone who has un, you know uncertain income, it's probably important for you to consider reducing your monthly expenses and you know live in a little bit more you know frugal. I know that idea of living frugally has negative, really a negative impact or a mindset, right? But it really doesn't have to be. By carefully considering the things that you splurge on and limiting your actual required monthly expenses, you're going to also be better prepared for times when you don't make as much money. So maybe more along the lines of limiting which cable package I choose than, say, resorting to sleeping on the floor. <laughs> you know, I would say that's a perfect example. It's not that you have to deprive yourself of all the things that you view as important, you know, for your quality of life. In fact, I think putting, you know, priorities on the things that are important to you and spending your money on those things is one of the best things you can do. You know, back to the cable example. You know, if you view cable as a luxury instead of a requirement, you can really consider which cable package you actually need and pay less accordingly. You know, or if cable is particularly important to you, then you may decide to spend more of your money on that and cancel the gym membership instead. You know, applying that logic to all of your discretionary spending will likely mean you're going to have little more in the bank at the end of the month. And that little more is, you know, a particular, you know, is, it's really particularly important when you have a um, stretch where less is going into the bank to begin with anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I, I think that uh, it's interesting. We have to be careful of what we do there. Uh, I feel like a lot of things we're talking about here today are helpful for anybody to think about, not just those who have fluctuations in their income, right? I mean, I, I, I totally agree with that statement, Tony. You know, if you think about it, the things we've been discussing today are really important for everyone to consider. Have an emergency fund, knowing what your expenses are, limiting them where possible, and putting away money towards retirement. Now, none of these are earth-shattering, but they all get, you know, just a little bit more important when the money that you have coming in from month to month varies. Now, as always, I think it's a great idea to talk to a, you know, a financial service professional like myself. We're going to be able to help you, you know, craft a strategy for your retirement income. Well, I know I always get some new insights from our chats, and this has been a good one today. Unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show. Um, where should our audience go to learn more? Well, you know, Tony, they can always visit our website at safeharboroh.com or feel free to give us a call at 614-760-0670. You know, when you call in, we can discuss how my team might be able to help answer any questions and address your concerns, you know, regarding weathering the peaks and valleys of uncertain income or any other topic, you know, on your journey towards retirement. You know, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement that you've worked so hard for. Again, just give us a call at 614 760 0670 
to set up that complimentary no obligation meeting with me where we can review your plan or even, you know, even provide you a second opinion on the way that your portfolio is allocated today. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Join us soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care and we'll talk to you again very soon. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.